Avast me hearties, and welcome to Pirate Talk Radio. In this podcast, I discuss everything from lore, to updates, to the future of the game, down to the nitty gritty statistics and the player base. So please grab the helm, grab a sail, stand behind a cannon, don't miss the board, but more so raise the colors and let's set sail on this adventure. Welcome back, guys, to episode 19 of Pirate Talk Radio. And as we're coming to a close of what has been, well, very interesting year, uh, 2020, both out in the real world and in video games, I want to take some time and we're going to talk about Sea of Thieves and we're going to talk about the uh, current update that's going on and my opinions about that. Um, but I want to take a few minutes here at the beginning of the episode and thank everyone absolutely everyone who's taken the time to subscribe to the podcast, who's taken the time to, to send me tweets and DMS or join the discord and provide feedback of, uh, of pirate talk radio. I've always wanted to do a podcast and, and, uh, I, I've never really, um, I guess pushed that record button, uh, to really get something, something going. And I, when I first started this, I, I honestly didn't think anyone would listen. I, I honestly just wanted to try it for fun and, and see if it was something that, uh, that I enjoyed and, and other folks enjoyed as well. And looking over, um, the past 18 and now this is the 19th episode, the downloads are going up and up and up and up and up each and every week. And I am just so thankful and I am so humbled um, for each and every one of you that listen to this and and that in, enjoy the content and and give me feedback, so I very much appreciate that, and it's uh, it's really driven me um, to to work on this podcast uh, into 2021. So we will start season two of Pirate Talk Radio. Season one was only 19 episodes because we started so late in the year and. With uh, with life and and with everything, I, I I didn't get one episode out a week, but that is the goal for 2021. And I uh, I've taken some time to um, over this past month to really put some goals together for myself, not only for the podcast and my my live stream content over on Twitch and you and my recorded stuff over on YouTube, uh, but personal stuff as well as far as health and well being. Um, but my goal is to really put a focus around some of this content and ensure that I'm staying on schedule and I'm going to be able to get this content out to you in the most entertaining and fun way possible. So again, from the bottom of my heart to each and every one of you, thank you very much. And if you want to, please do share this podcast on Twitter, on Facebook, on any of your Sea of Thieves community, if you feel that this podcast is something that other folks might find enjoyable. Um, enlightening, entertaining, please do share this with folks. I would really like to see uh, this podcast continue to grow. And I know each and every one of you, um, you know, would like to see this continue because like I said, I keep seeing the numbers grow and grow and grow. So I very much appreciate each and every one of you. So thank you very much. So December, December to remember, I guess that's a, a car salesman type thing. Um, we have a few things to talk about here in Sea of Thieves news, um, and we're going to start with some good news. We're going to start with some good news for Sea of Thieves. Uh, sea of Thieves is currently up for a Steam Award. Uh, the Steam Award that they are uh, in the running for is the Better with Friends uh, Award, which I personally think that Sea of Thieves, that's a, that's a great award for them. They're up against some, um, some tough competition of other games this year, like Phasmophobia and Among Us and things like that, but it's a great it's a great award uh, for Sea of Thieves because it's truly it's truly accurate to the game. That game is a hundred percent better with friends, and it's a hundred percent better um, when you play it with people. Um, it's it's something that I have preached about many many times on this podcast that Rare really needs to focus around creating a game and, and updates which have interesting and lasting content on the update 
so that we get more players engaged, we have more interactions, maybe it be PvP or PvE interactions, but interesting ones that are exciting and fun um, for players. There have been a lot of new players on the seas um, over the past uh, couple months, and really in December, a lot of players, uh, new players on the seas. And on streams, I'm seeing some of these kind of cutthroat, vicious PvPers actually having some fun and and just laughing uh, interactions uh, with some of these new players and some existing players, along with, of course, the the lovely dumpstering of, of folks who put kegs still in the crow's nest. But, you know, it, it's, it's, it's interesting. And, and I like seeing, um, that, that it is, it is up for this award. So I, I'm, I'm putting my, uh, I'm putting my vote in for Sea of Thieves to win this award. I don't know if they can with the other popular games that they're up against. However, um, it's definitely true and it's definitely a award that, uh, is good for them. So, uh, we'll, we'll see what the results come out with the steam, uh, awards, but, uh, my votes in for sea of thieves, you know, I love this game. Um, and, uh, and so we'll see, we'll see what they, what they get. Um, and some other good news coming out of steam is, uh, is steam released their top 100 games as measured by gross revenue. So that, that means, you know top a hundred sellers that, that are not free games. Right. Um, and sea of thieves did really well in this. Uh, they didn't quite take the top spot, which is the platinum. Um, the platinum box went to games like among us, red dead Two, cyberpunk destiny Two. um, which you say, well, that's free to play. Yeah. But their expansions aren't, <laughs> um, you know, Dota two with the microtransactions, doom eternal battle, uh, somehow PUBG is still on there. Um, but that's kind of the platinum box. Now, Sea of Thieves did make the gold box. Um, and the games they're sitting in with are, are great games. Um, Dead by Daylight, Warframe, Civ uh, 6, Boulder's Gate, Phasmophobia, Borderlands 3. Those are outstanding titles to be held in the exact same spot with um, in the gold category for top 100 games measured by revenue. That means people are playing uh, sea of Thieves, new players are buying Sea of Thieves, and more so when it comes to the cash shop, people are using uh, Steam to, to get their ancient coins and do this. So there is revenue that is flowing into Rare and, and is flowing into Sea of Thieves, which is something they really need. I understand that they signed the contract with Microsoft, but from all the information that I've gotten, that contract is is expired as far as the money coming in. So Sea of Thieves really has to do a, a good job in marketing and, and a really good job in their updates to continue to get new players to buy into the game and create cosmetics, which people want to do the microtransactions for to continue to get that money to develop this game. Because again, a lot of people would love games to be a buy once and play forever, which Sea of Thieves technically is. However... If you buy it once and play forever, you're not feeding that development company money, which means they can't continue to develop it because they don't have the money and the resources to pay people to continue to develop it. So things like microtransactions, though everyone hates them, are very essential to continuing to develop, enhance, and fix issues in games. Um, without that money, they're not going to be able to do it. So whenever you you complain or bitch about microtransactions, think about it. If it's your game and it's a game that you love, you should want to be able to support these uh, companies through their microtransactional system as much as you can, right? Don't don't just sit there and throw money at it because you know you want to support. That's great. Make sure you're taking care of yourself first. But that is how these companies are are able to generate um, the revenue to continue to. To build the games that we love. And in Sea of Thieves cases, a lot of that is cosmetic, right? Most of Sea of Thieves revenue comes around cosmetics. And though you've all heard my complaints about shiny, glowy things and their fascination um, with developing more and more shiny, glowy shit, it sells. It sells. Uh, it sells to young and old. People like the flaming swords of glowiness. They love the glowy Athena crap. They love the trash and stuff. Right. And that's great. If those are things you love, then continue to support the game and get them. But just know that when I'm on the seas and I'm coming to dumpster your ship, 
If you are glowing out your mind, I'm going to hit you with every shot because I can see you no matter where you are. Speaking of microtransactions, uh, this month, December, has actually released two um, cosmetics that aren't glowy. And, well, okay, the special edition sales are glowy. But two sets of, of cosmetics this month that I really like. Now, I've jokingly called them the Elsa or the Frozen or the Let It Go uh, cosmetics because they are all ice-themed. And, and I think they look really good. The weapons look good. Um, the ship set looks great. I love the, the big icicle, like cutter on the front of the ships and the, the figurehead, the sails look absolutely gorgeous. Um, now again, I'm not a fan of the cannons and I'm definitely not a fan of the cannon flare because it's like a flash bomb going off in your face. But again, they're beautiful. The art was done well, and that's something that Sea of Thieves always excels on, is they make things look beautiful. So well done on the artist of the Frozen um, the frozen ship set and the weapons. I love them both. I think they were done very, very well, um, and I, I've definitely picked them up. I've picked up every... You, you, could, you can listen to me now. I've picked up every single ship cosmetic and purchasable cosmetic for the pirates since I started uh, playing in the spring of this year. So I've got it all. I've put my fair share of support behind Rare. So you heard it here. I have put my fair share of support behind Rare by buying their cosmetics. So if I bitch about things that I don't like their development team doing, I have the right because I'm paying their salary in some shape and form. It might be pennies on the dollar, but by God, I am paying their salary slightly. Um, but yeah, beautiful, beautiful, absolutely uh, well done on the ship set um, and the uh, the weapon set. Um, wasn't a huge fan of the emotes. Um, I know that they're going uh, with the whole holiday theme with the mistletoe and the and all that kind of stuff. Wasn't a huge fan of the remotes uh, emotes. Only picked up the free one uh, this time. Uh, I haven't really picked up a whole lot of the emotes. I've got a lot of emotes that I love, and honestly, there's not enough space on my wheel to put more emotes. So, um, unless they're really outstanding emotes, I absolutely, uh, um, um, don't, uh, don't usually pick up their emotes. I do like, however, and I can't remember if I talked about it on the, the last podcast or not. Um, but I picked up the two weapon emotes, which actually, um, each have four emotes in them. So you get a total of eight emotes, um, with that bundle. And I think the poses that you get, um, with depending on the weapon that you have um, equipped at the time, I think the poses are really fun and and can really create some really awesome moments on the seas for your screenshots or or just sailing around doing a little RPing or whatever you enjoy doing. Um, emotes just make things more fun. So um, I really uh, strongly suggest they're very reasonably priced. I think for the eight emotes that you get, although you can only use two at a time because they're based on the weapons that you have, and you can only have two weapons. So um, I think they did a great job with that emote set, and I'm really looking forward to them doing more emote sets like that. Also in the cash shop, what we got this uh, month was the return of the Christmas weapons, or the Festival of Giving weapons, uh, the Candy Cane Pistol, the Nutcracker Sword, uh, the Jingle Bell Blunderbuss, um, and the Jingle Bell Eye of Reach. I don't know what their actual names are, but it's the Festival of Giving weapon set. It's a set that I missed because I wasn't playing Sea of Thieves last Christmas. Um, a set that Kabobbles, one of my favorite streamers to watch, uh, play Sea of Thieves in the evening. That he That's like his main weapon set that he uses. I really like the the feel of that weapon set, though it is a holiday weapon set. It's not one that, you know, if you're, if you're using it every single day that you're sailing, it's not a weapon set that you feel out of place using like, uh, like, you know, uh, some of their other very holiday centric items. I don't feel out of place using it at all. Um, it's, it's a great weapon set. It's, it's fun to look at. It's, it's got a lot of detail. So I definitely picked that one up as well because I, I, I really wanted it. I was really disappointed that I didn't know about Sea of Thieves last year. Um, and so I didn't get it last year. So I'm really excited that I had the opportunity 
uh, to pick that weapon set up as well. And again, if you are interested in the Frozen ship set, the Frozen weapons, um, or the holiday uh, festival of giving weapons, uh, make sure you're logging in to Sea of Thieves before, I believe, January 4th. I think it's January 4th. It might be the 9th. Um, I have the event hub up here right now, so I can take a quick look um, and see exactly when this uh, cuts over from Festival of Giving to uh, Season 1 um, of the new seasonal um, um, items. Uh, let me uh, let me take a quick look here. Uh, that's a time-limited event. Uh, 12 days of giving. December 9th through January 20th. So... <clears throat> You may have a little bit more time on the the cosmetics. Um, I'm not quite sure um, if that's true or not, but um, uh, make sure you check it out in the Emporium um, as as soon as you can, just to just to make sure. But uh, again, great job uh, that they did there on on those on those cosmetics, and again, very reasonably priced. Um, in my opinion, way better than some of the other pay to play or pay to uh, cosmetic uh, things out there. Like if you've ever played Counter Strike uh, on Steam, you know what I'm talking about when you're talking about really expensive cosmetics and and super gambling RNG build of how to get those cosmetics. Sea of Thieves is absolutely uh, wonderful. There's no random loot boxes. There's no uh, you know, digital gambling involved. You pay for what you get. Uh, you get exactly what you want. And, and that's, that's awesome. <clears throat> Moving from the pirate emporium though. Uh, I know for myself, I, I spoke very highly of the fate of the damned, um, event. And I think it was absolutely outstanding. It was a lot of hard work for people to unlock everything. And I'll be completely honest, I did not unlock the final costume set. Um, I just didn't have the time with uh, with World of Warcraft uh, uh, launching the new expansion and, and me having to, to really dig down there um, and, and work on some stuff in that game, which I'm an MMO player, so that game's always going to take precedence for me, especially if you've watched my live streams. That's pretty much all we've been doing. We we sometimes take a day off each week to, to play some Sea of Thieves from the folks who want to see that, but a lot of my I see a thieves friends are playing with me. A lot of the cutthroat pirates, um, uh, guys are, and gals are playing with me and wow. So I still get to play with my sea of, sea of thieves family while I'm venturing through the Shadowlands. But, um, one thing to note, um, for those of you who did grind out, um, the, the, um, festival of a damned event and maybe didn't like me get the captain's, um, costumes. That custom that costume set that custom costume set for you and all your crew has actually been moved to um, the Pirate Legend hideout, and you can go check that out. Um, it has a new set of requirements for you um, um, to to unlock. Now, if you did get it unlocked and didn't have the gold to buy it. You can still buy it, I be, believe, from Lorena from the original price. But if you were someone like myself who didn't have the time to, to finish that up, um, it is now in the Pirate Legend hideout with new requirements. I know you're going to have to complete 25 Fort of the Dams as the big main requirement to unlock that. But one note for those of us who unfortunately didn't get that completed, the cost of it has went from 1 million gold to 5 million gold. So for you pirate legends out there, you missed the sale if you didn't grind it out. Now I've got plenty of gold and I'm always looking for ways for rare to give me to spin my gold. So I've got more reason to go out and steal more stuff from people in that piratey way. But uh, it's 5 million gold now um, in the Athena hideout. Um, but it's still there, so if it's something that you really want, save up your gold, get your 25 Fort of the Dams done. I believe the other bit of it's pretty easy, but that's the kind of big grind on it. Um, and, and you'll be able to get it. So if it was something you really wanted, well, you can still have an opportunity uh, to pick that up. It's not something that's lost forever. Um, so that was exciting to me, because I was kind of bummed that I missed that cosmetic, but then again... I, I could have put a little bit more time and, and maybe some effort into it uh, to get it, but uh, nope, nope, just, just, just couldn't do it. I just couldn't do it. It just, it wasn't in the cards. It wasn't in the cards. <laughs> it wasn't in the cards. So then let's move on and talk about this update. 
that's going on right now. The Festival of Giving. So, I want to start, before I give you my opinion on this, which I'm guessing if any of you have listened to this podcast uh, in the past, you know exactly what my opinion is going to be on the Festival of Giving. Um, but I'm not just going to to give my opinion, I'm going to also give some items that I think for next year, since this is the second time they've done Festival of Giving, I believe, uh, I want to give some some pointers that maybe the Rare team, if they're listening, I do notice that there are several UK listeners to this podcast. Maybe Joe Neat's out there getting angry at me whenever I, uh, I curse at his development team. Um, but with that being said, there are definitely some things I think they can change about the Festival of Giving um, to make it more piratey. Um, and we'll get into that in a minute. But what I want to do is I want to dive into the numbers. I, You know me. I'm a numbers guy. I'm a statistics guy. You know, since, um, you know, back in September area on this podcast, every every month we usually have an, um, an update where we talk about statistics and we talk about the true numbers behind Sea of Thieves where we're looking at the most important thing, and that's the player base. And for a long time this year... It launched on Steam in June, and for most of the rest of this year, they have been hemorrhaging players. They have been losing players a lot. And though, again, we only have the Steam data to go off of, in general, if we're talking about Steam data, the Xbox data is going to be reflective of it. Maybe not a big, um, the same style of chunk of lost players, but it's going to be roughly the same. Because if, if one platform... Um, is losing um, uh, in a crossplay world. If one platform is losing players, all platforms are losing players. The difference being that on the Steam version, you have to pay for it. And in the Xbox version, you get it with your monthly Xbox subscription. So, um, so there's that. But again, we're not talking about the active Xbox subscribers or people who've got the game installed. We're pe- talking about people actually logging into the game. Um, and for most of this year, um, since the Steam launch, Sea of Thieves has struggled month over month to keep players coming back and keeping players online. But there is a light at the end of the tunnel. As we talked about at the end of November, beginning of December on the podcast, The Fate of the Damned update, which I was very high on, in fact, it was my favorite update of the year because they've lost sight of the emissary system and have basically let that system just die. Um, So this was my favorite update. They increased their player base. So this is average players logging on, right? Average players logging on. They increased that by 70.63%. That is a massive increase in players logging on. And it was a kudos to the design team coming up with the Fate of the Dam system, which encouraged interesting and engaging player interaction, either PvP or PvE. That was the key, and that's what I've been preaching and preaching and preaching. The way you get players to log in is give them really cool rewards. The rewards were all that glowy crap that I don't like, but they were cool looking. And you put it in a system where players need to log in each and every week, but more so when they're logging in, they're having interesting and fun interactions with other players. Maybe it's PvP, maybe it's PvE. It doesn't matter as long as it's fun, engaging, and interesting. So Sea of Thieves, well done. I've said this before, 70.63 increase in peak players in the month of November. Now, Festival of Giving, a a, a, a update that they've done or an event that they've done before that in honesty... If you talk to most Sea of Thieves players, it's not their favorite event because it's not piratey at all. It's not piratey at all. We're giving things to other players, right? It's fun. It it gives a, a warm feeling in your heart. You feel like Santa Claus giving presents. But we're playing a pirate game for a reason, right? We're here to steal things. We're here to plunder your booty, right? We're here to take your crap and sell it. We're not here 
to put on a Merry Christmas hat in here. Please take my captain's chest. Please take my chest of legends. We're not here to do that, right? We're here to steal it from each other. That is what Sea of Thieves is about. So, of course, I didn't anticipate the numbers to reflect another massive gain of, of 50, 60, 70%. I didn't expect that. In fact, I expected December to be the opposite. I expected it to be a decrease in players. I, I didn't expect it to, to lose a whole lot. I didn't expect, like, we're talking the 40s and the 30 and the 20% that we were losing in months prior to November, but I did expect a decrease, and I was pleasantly surprised to look at the numbers and actually see a 12.94 increase in players returning um, to the game day after day, you know, your average player base increase of a 12.94%. So, new players are obviously coming into the game. Uh, Sea of Thieves was a, a top seller on Steam, and that's showing, right? We've got players coming into the game that are new and ex- existing players playing over and over again. And more so, they haven't seen a peak player number like this for a very long time. In June, the peak, peak player was 66,000. That day was the, the, the peak in June. Right, July, we saw 59,000 as a peak player. Then we went through that big decrease in average players. 29,000 peak players. 26,000 peak players. So October was a god-awful month and the lowest peak player base on, on, on Sea of Thieves history on Steam. 13,000. November was a big spike. Remember, we just talked about that. 27,000 players at its peak. Now let's talk about the last 30 days, December, 41,000 peak players, almost 40, over 41 and a half thousand peak players in the month of December. So clearly, clearly some players are starting to see what the developers are doing, the stories they're telling, the events, and though not a lot of people like the time locked, uh, stuff, even though the festival of giving really didn't have too much of that, um, it does have some cosmetics that were time lock, and a lot of people don't like that. It is a great tool to use for developers to ensure you're getting players to return day after day and week after week to keep them on your game and getting those cosmetics, which we all know Sea of Thieves is about getting those cosmetics. So, well done again, Rare. Well done. A 12.94% increase in your average player base in the month of December with a 41.6,000 peak player. Well done, Rare. Well, you know what? I'm going to take credit for these increases over November and December. I'm taking credit right now. You heard it. Da- this is all Davram's doing. Those UK listeners are clearly Mike Chapman and they're clearly Joe Neat. They're listening to Davram bitch and bitch and bitch and talk about poor development cycles and how bad their development team is. And they're listening to my suggestions about interesting and engaging content. They're clearly listening and they're making adjustments. All of you listeners out there, the Sea of Thieves community, you're welcome. You are welcome. You need to send me blank checks, credit card information, and a lot of money because I am single-handedly, my voice, single-handedly saving your game. That is me. It is all on me. Give me a reward. Strike up the band. Davram is saving the day again. You're welcome. You are welcome. Now, why doesn't Davram like the Festival of Giving? (laughs) Why is the Festival of Giving a piece of shit? All right, we just... Look, look, listen, Mike. Listen, Joe. Listen again. Listen to Davram. I'm going to save your player base. I'm going to save your game. You want this to be a 10-year game. And right now, with most of this year, you're trending for like another maybe year or two. And this game is dead. But you're starting to listen to me. You're starting to bring her back. You're starting to find that shrouded ghost out there of players returning. You're starting to find that magical fairy dust. Now listen to me again, okay? We're going to talk about 
this festival of dumb, this festival of anti-pirate, this so against the scallywag way of life that I cannot express it enough of how stupid the festival of giving is. All right? All right? I just want to look right now, December 9th through December 30th, festival of giving. Here is the achievement for, for that I've got looking at it, because I've not done it. All right, I've played Sea of Thieves multiple times over this month. I had a great stream um, with with Owlet TV, who is an absolutely amazing broadcaster, uh, brand new broadcaster out there on Twitch. Great dude, great group of people. I think I scared a couple of them off because you know what you get on this podcast is the craziness. You also get live on stream, and you get to watch me flail my arms and throw my voice around the room, right? So, the festival of giving. Right? I think I've got like one or two achievements done. I've got none of these cosmetics. I think the cosmetics look great, but you're not going to catch me dead on the seas doing half the shit they want you to do. Why? It's not piratey! Arr, not piratey at all. It's about as piratey of ha- as, as having owls as pets. I'm looking at you, Owlet. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at you. Not piratey at all. Not piratey. So let's look at some of these achievements here. And I'm going to look at them, but I'm not only just going to look at them. I am going to adjust them. I'm going to tell you directly, Mike Chapman, Joe Neat, listen very carefully. Next year, it is no longer the festival of giving. Okay? In fact, on your banner, I just saw you hired a brand new graphical artist, and I think he could do a great job with this. Next year, there is going to be on the opening screen, when it's got all the weapons laying around, it's going to say the Festival of Thieving. And there's going to be a little doubloons pouch off to the side with a piece of of wood plank. And you're going to see the the carving of giving in in that bag. Right? As in someone's taking the giving, right? This is a pirate game. We are here to be pirates. Pirates don't give, they take. Stay on theme. Stay on theme, boys. Stay on theme. We don't care about Christmas, we pirates. What we care about is the pretty booty that you've got that we can get our hands on, okay? We don't care about giving it away. That's not piratey. Right? What we care about is taking it from ye. Right? That's what we want. So let's look at this, this, this festival of giving event stuff. And if you haven't taken part, you know, maybe this is going to give you a, a reason to log in. But if you like stealing stuff, well, this event's not for you. Very first one, sharing is caring. Right? So that title, number one, is not piratey at all. Right? Pirates don't share. They steal. Have another crew turn in five treasured items that they plundered from or were given by you. No. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. This is encouraging you letting people steal from you. That is not piratey. Here's how you change it. Steal. Five pieces of treasure from another crew and turn it in. Unlock your gold hoarder speaking trumpet. Not have another crew turn in five pieces of treasure that were given by or taken from you. Steal five pieces of treasure from another crew. That is piratey. Now, the other crew can still give you those presents, right? They can, the giving is still there. The giving is still there, but the emphasis is on the pirating, the stealing of the treasure, and the giving is second. The way this is approached is that someone's taking it from you and you get the reward because they took it from you. You're rewarding failure. You're rewarding failed pirates, okay? Failed pirates allow their booty to be touched. 
failed pirates allow their, their treasure, their shinies to be taken from them. That's what failed pirates do. Good pirates steal the booty. They grab the booty. They two-hand just annihilate that booty and put it in their pockets and drag it on the ships. That's what true pirates do. They don't give. They take. So this achievement for the Gold Hoarder Trumpet would have been better if it said steal five treasured items from another crew. Next achievement. The most plunderful time. Now, it we're just looking at the title. This to me says steal. I like the name. The most plunderful time. Let's read what it says. Have another crew turn in 25 treasured items that they plundered from or given by you. No! No! This is for the Gold Hoarder Spyglass, which looks pretty cool, by the way. The most plunderful time, yet the entire objective of this achievement is to be a failure of a pirate. Have another crew turn in 25 of my precious booty? No! Okay, this should say, steal 25 treasured items from another crew. We shouldn't be giving loot away. We should not be encouraging players to say, here you go. We shouldn't be encouraging players to just stand by as someone gets on their ship and walks away with their treasure. That doesn't teach them what it is to be good at Sea of Thieves, right? Yes, there are different ways to play this game, but at the end of the day, this is a PvP pirate game, and pirates take things from other people. They take things, right? And it's going to encourage that piratey behavior. Do people like getting stuff stolen from them? No. But if you get enough of your shit stolen from you, you start to be better at identifying tuckers. You start being better at PvP. You start being better at naval combat because you don't want your stuff taken. So the achievements should be very pirate-oriented to force players to get better at defending their treasure, to get better at defending their ship. It shouldn't be that I get credit for allowing someone else to beat me, to allow someone else to take my shit. I should be rewarded for taking someone's shit. That's the pirate way. That's the pirate life. Next one. The best gift is money. Have another crew turn in 50 treasured items. One is enough. Getting one item stolen from my ship is enough. This event wants me to do five. Then it wants me to do 25. Then it wants me to do 50 to get the gold hoarder tankard, which is, again, another beautiful cosmetic. But I have to fail at being a pirate and allow someone else to sink me or take my stuff. Yes, it says in parentheses, giving. Have you ever tried to give someone something in Sea of Thieves? Have you? I can tell you what's happened to me before. Trying to get the achievements for, for other people turning in the little present gifts that you get from forts. You know what happens? They drop them in the water. They drop them on Reaper's hideout and they don't turn them in for you. You give them to them. You try, you sneak on their boat and drop them as loot. And someone sees it and they drop it in the water. I've had a boat... I've dropped those gifts on someone's boat and then pulled off my chase to show them that I'm not violent. And I watched them sail into the Red Sea and let their boat with their treasure on it sink just because I got on their ship and dropped a gift and wanted them to turn it in. Someone let their ship sink because they didn't want to turn in the shit that I dropped on their boat. Pirates want to steal. They don't want gifts. They don't want gifts. I'm not allowing someone to take one stupid little silver chalice from me, let alone 25 or 50. It's not happening. It's not piratey. 
So those are the time-locked events for the Festival of Giving, which go from December 9th to December 30th, which is tomorrow. So if you haven't got that stuff, you might want to get on it real quick, but good luck. And if you actually allow someone else to take your loot and you actually just, just unsubscribe now, don't give your loot away, defend it. That is the most important. Defend it. Keep it. Now, we've got a couple other things going on right now. We've got the 12 deeds of giving. So let's take a look at what is involved in the 12 deeds of giving. The rewards you get for the 12 deeds of giving are the uh, Chinese, I believe it's the Chinese New Year stuff. So the Eastern Winds um, equipment, right? Oh, it looks like I got one. Which one did I get? Oh, I got the bucket. I didn't even know I got the bucket. I didn't even get, know I got the bucket. So let's look down through the 12 deeds of giving um, and, and see what sort of interesting things the, the 12 deeds of giving. Um, um, uh, let's just see. Let's just see. 12 chickens drumming. You and your crew must deliver 12 cooked chickens to the hunter's call. Okay. All right. I get it. I'm cool. I'm down. I'm down. 11 cannons cursing. Strike other ships with a total of 11 cursed cannonballs while flying the Reaper's Mark flag. I like it. I like it. The Reaper's Mark flag makes you a target on the sea, so be aware of that. You know... Put the flag up, and, and by the way, if you put that flag up and you're going for this achievement, and you have someone, and you have someone who starts to come at you, don't sit there and yell, I'm friendly, I'm friendly, I'm friendly. Don't run away from them. Don't sit there saying, I'm just trying to get my 11 cannons a cursing. You've got the Reaper flag up, okay? If you want to get this done, and you got the Reaper flag up, be prepared for some PVP. Love it. Enjoy it. Embrace it. Hump it. PVP is good for you. Even if you're bad at it. The only way to get better is fucking do it. So put that Reaper flag up, run it with pride, and destroy other people. Okay? So well done, Rare. We've got two. 12 chickens drumming, kind of boring, but you know what? 11 cannons cursing. I'm down. Next one, 10 legends searching. Find and interact with 10 of Umbra's um, immortaliza immor immortalizations across the Sea of Thieves. So these are the Umbra journals. This is great. So this is about lore, and I understand some people are just going to find the books, click through them, whatever. Read the story. Read the story. This game is a brilliant game. Rare is amazing storytellers and they have an amazing story built into this game for you to find as you're sailing. So read the story. I know next year um, we've gotten away from the lore um, episodes. Next year, we're going to bring back the lore episodes. Um, I've got, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to get through the, um, the Sea of Thieves books and I'm going to start to bring in some of the lore that maybe some of the listeners out there don't necessarily know. So we're going to start to talk about that. But this is a great opportunity, not only for veteran players to learn the lore, but new players to get some accommodations done. Because Umbra's journals are part of accommodations, and I believe they unlock tattoos. So um, something that you can also strive for and unlock. Nine skellies slaying. Slaying, it should be slaying, but you know. That's it. You or your crew must defeat nine skeletal captains during bounty voyages issued by the Order of Souls. This is good. Now, what I wish this said was, you or your crew must defeat nine skeletal captains during bounty voyages issued by the Order of Souls with the Order of Souls emissary represented. Rare and Sea of Thieves have gotten away from the emissary system, and it's very depressing. I have maxed out my hard achievements with the emissary. I have been top ledger. The, the emissary system has been out for, I think, seven months. In the first five months, I was top ledger of all emissaries every month, 
and got the Xbox achievement of all all the emissaries maxed out for five months. I did that in the first five months. You don't have to do it in a row, but I did. I love the emissary system. It's great, but they've let it die. And this was a great opportunity with the with the with the bounty voyages and and these events where you have to represent the the different factions and the the gilded voyages. This was a great opportunity for them to introduce new cosmetics to the emissary system and reinvigorate that system going into season one. And I really fear that not seeing that represented here means that when we start season one, the emissary system will truly be dead aside from accommodations because we're going to have a whole shit ton of new uh, cosmetics coming from the season. So why would they spend time making special cosmetics specifically for the emissary? And that's very depressing. I wish there was a penalty if you turned in loot without an emissary flag. Like, let's say you turned in a marauder's chest for 250 gold. Let's just say, if you don't have an emissary flag up, it's worth 10. You turn in Athena uh, uh, chest of legends, and the chest of legends um, chest is worth 8k. You turn it in without a, a your emissary flag on, it's worth 100 gold. They should really, honestly, put in a better system of rewarding people who are flying the emissary, which increases interesting player interaction and engagement. It encourages piracy and it encourages PVP, the basis of your game. They should encourage players to put the emissaries up because right now there's no encouragement. Yeah. Yeah, sure. If you're grade five and you turn in a whole bunch of loot, you get a shit ton of gold. What's gold worth rare? Really? What's gold worth? You have a, what? A 3 million gold, uh, figurehead right now, which is kind of cool. You've got the 5 million gold um, costume set. Sweet. I bought both of them. Well, I'm getting a bug on the captain's one. I have to figure that out. But if I buy both of them, I am still. I started playing this game spring of this year. And if I buy both of them, I still believe I'm above 15 million gold. And I started in the spring. Right? I started in the spring. I've had less than a year of game time in this game. And I have over 15 million gold after spending probably 8 million. And I've gotten everything else that's gold purchasable purchased already. That's pretty sad. Your gold system sucks. And this was a prime opportunity to reinvigorate the emissary system and put in punishments. A punishment for players not running an emissary flag. You get 100 gold. That's it for a chest of legends. That's it. 100 gold if you don't put up an emissary flag. Encourage people to fly those. Give them a reward for topping those ledgers. Give them something to fight for. Give them something to have a reason to have the emissary flag up. And this was a prime opportunity. Because we're going to see several more of those as we do the 12 deeds. As we count it down. As we count it down. We're going to see more opportunities where they could have done that. So again. This one was a missed opportunity. Though I like it because they're encouraged voyages, I don't like it because they're not encouraging a really awesome system that they're letting die. Eight quests embarking. Successfully complete eight voyages of any kind. So this bounces off the other voyages, and so you can you can kill two birds with one stone. This was good. Personally, I think it should say, successfully complete eight voyages of any kind while flying an emissary flag. Doesn't matter which one, just fly one. Set foot on all outposts across the Sea of Thieves. Feel free to stop for a grog. That one's fine. Seven outposts outing. I need to work on the title, but okay. It should be, they should have made it seven outposts a stepping. Seven outposts outing is just kind of goofy. I get it, outing as in you're going out. It's a, it's a time. I get it, but no. This is one I've got done already <laughs> because it's me. Six ships a sinking. You or your crew must successfully six sink six enemy ships. That was like, that was quick. 
That was a four-hour stream. I had six ships to sink in. So, there you go. You know what type of player I'm playing. All right. If I see your ship, you best be prepared for war. That's a good one. That one encourages interesting, engaging player interaction. Are we seeing a theme here? Good. It's a good one. Good. Encourages PvP. Your game is based around. Five stolen things. Let's, let's, hold on. Let's read it. Hand in five chests that have been taken from another crew. <gasps> During the festival of giving, you're encouraging stealing. Oh, thank you, Rare. Let's, let's, let's give a round of applause for Rare on this one. They stepped up, they reached down, they grabbed whatever bits are between their legs, and they said, let's go on the theme of our game, pirating. And let's create something that's truly pirating. Five stolen things! Well done. This, this should have been what the entire Festival of Giving was about. This is what it should have been. Not Festival of Giving, don't give me that crap. Festival of Thieving. That's what it should have been about. And this right here is perfect for that. Five stolen things. Hand in five chests that have been taken from another crew. Well done. Four hauling booms. Successfully hand in four gunpowder barrels of any kind to the Merchant Alliance. Change it. Successfully hand in four gunpowder barrels of any kind for to the Merchant Alliance while representing them with an emissary flag. And this one's perfect. Three fresh hens. Catch and successfully hand in three living chickens to the Merchant Alliance. Change it. Catch and successfully hand in three living chickens to the Merchant Alliance while representing the Merchant Alliance emissary. There you go. Two total dives. Find and hand in two shipwrecked chests to the gold hoarders. Change it! Find and hand in two shipwrecked chests to the gold hoarders while representing the gold hoarders emissary. There you go. Ship it. And a monster. That rose from the sea. You or your crew must defeat either a megalodon or a kraken. All right. All deeds defeating. From December 9th to January 20th, completing all the goals and the 12 deeds of giving. I still hate that they're using the giving challenge. It should be thieving. And you get the rewards. The rewards are as such. It is the um it is again uh the Eastern Winds um uh set which is a brilliant set i really like the look of a lot of these items completing tw uh let's see here uh let's see here the eastern winds drum you have to complete 12 all 12 for the uh speaking trumpet it's 11 for the spyglass which is a really beautiful spyglass it's 10 for the hurdy-gurdy which is i i think this is probably one of my favorite hurdy-gurdies it is nine. Uh, the compass, which is a brilliant compass, is uh, is eight. The uh, tankard, which I love with the dragon handle, is seven. Uh, the bucket is six. Uh, the concertina is five. The eastern winds shovel, which is a very unique looking shovel, is four. The Eastern Winds Pocket Watch is three. The Lantern is two. And the Banjo is one. So those are the rewards you can get. 12 items for the 12 deeds of giving. But I think they could have, like... The, so first off, Festival of Giving is a dumb name. It should be Festival of Thieving. We really need to stay on brand with this, right? No one out there, very few players actually like giving away their loot. Very few players out there actually want to be sunk. Very few players out there want their shit stolen. 
So therefore, they need to adjust this so it's more proactive, encouraging the stealing, encouraging the PvP, encouraging the sinking, encouraging the stealing. So that way, players are more defensive out there and work on their skills as far as sailing and naval combat and really work on things um, and better. The second biggest opportunity they have here is there's no mention of the emissary system. This was an absolutely fantastic, brilliant system with awesome rewards and a competition-style system built in with the ledger that they've just let die. And I fear that this system has truly died because with the seasons and the cosmetics they're coming out with the seasons next year, I really, really feel that the emissary system and the cosmetic rewards from topping the ledgers is just, uh, it, it's put on the shelf. It is now slid to the back of the shelf. It has dust on it. The spiders are starting to make their, their homes on it. The mice have eaten into the box and they're living inside of it now. I really feel like the emissary system is just something there to help players level. And it's really a system that they're just letting die. And it's, it's very, very depressing because it's an outstanding system. And it's probably one of the most amazing um, systems that they've put in there to encourage player interaction, specifically around PVP and a true pirating risk versus reward system. So there you go. Let's count it down one more time. The 12 deeds of uh, giving, 12 chickens drumming, 11 cannons cursing, 10 legends searching, 9 skellies slaying, 8 quests embarking, 7 outposts outing, 6 ships a sinking, 5 stolen things, yay! Four hauling booms, three fresh hens, two total dives, and a big fat fucking monster. Yep, talking to you, Karen. There you go, guys. There is the Festival of Giving. You've got a few days left if you want to actually take part, giving away your loot and not being a pirate, and just gross, gross. Stop giving away shit. But you've got one day to go. December 30th, 2020 is when the festival, time-limited Festival of Giving um, event ends, which is, again, for the Gold Hoarder Trumpet, Spyglass, and Tankert, giving away, being a bad pirate, five treasures, 25 treasures, and finally 50 treasures to get those three cosmetics. You have until January 20th in order to get the 12 deeds of uh, giving done where you can get the 12 items of the uh, Eastern winds. And finally, there are three more cosmetics. There are three more cosmetics for New Year's or Grog Mania or Mani, Grog Man, 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 May, Man, Nay, Man, Manays. And this, oh, this opens up tomorrow, New Year's, uh, wait, is it New Year's Eve? Uh, uh, no, it opens up December 30th uh, is when this set of cosmetics come out. And they're really uh, interesting. You have an Order of Souls bucket. You've got the Frostbite Cannons. And you have the Paradise Garden Cannon Flare are the three items you can unlock here. And to get those items... You need to do one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, six events, right? Hot property. You or your crew must turn in three chests of rage to the gold hoarders. Change it. You or your crew must turn in three chests of rage to the gold hoarders while representing the gold hoarder emissary. There. Now it's better. Fireworks. Set 20 skeletons on fire, helping them get into the um, mischievous... Grog Manet Spirit. Okay. A gunpowder plot. I like that one. See, that one's remember, remember. I like it. I like it. Kill three bone skeletons at the same time by shooting a gunpowder uh, skeleton. Okay. Wait, why does that say zero of five? Kill three. Okay, their numbers are a little off here. Scald Lang Sign. God. Set a skeleton ship ablaze using the fire from the Ashen Wind Skull. 
<laughs> okay. Never brought to mind. You or your crew must turn in an ashen wind skull to the order of souls. Ah, change it. You or your crew must turn in the ashen wind skulls to the order of souls with representing the order of souls emissary. There, that's better. That's better. Celebratory toast. Set 10 skeletons alight using the fire from an ashen wind skull. There you go. So that will reward you again, respectively. Two of the challenges complete, you get the Order of Souls bucket. Four challenges complete, you get the Frostbite cannons. And six challenges, all six challenges being complete, you will get the Paradise Garden Rainbow Unicorn Confetti Wonderful Paper Mache Bursting Paradise Garden Cannon Flare. There's your events going on right now. December was very heavy on cosmetics, and obviously you still have plenty of time to get um, many of these cosmetics done, as many of these events are going to go um, well into January to January 20th, which I anticipate is when we will see Season 1 finally um, come out. Now, I'm not going to go into my suggestions and thoughts on Season 1 until next episode. Um... But everyone, I want again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so very much for the support and the love on this podcast. I never in my wildest dreams thought that this many downloads would be done in the first 18 episodes. So thank you very much. It's, it's, it's humbling and it's really inspired me to do a better job of getting more of these um, podcasts out on a more consistent basis. So you guys have this entertainment um, for you um, each and every week. It's not something that I can really do more than once a week. And since a lot of these podcasts are running an hour, uh, it's definitely something that I don't want to take your time away um, for that long each and every week. But I am going to be dedicated to at least doing 52. That's 52 weeks in a year. 52 episodes, at least 52 episodes in 2021. Hold me to it. Hold me to it. But guys, thank you very much. I hope you had a safe and happy holiday, however you celebrated it. I hope it was wonderful. And I wish you a safe and a happy new year. And I will see you guys next time on Pirate Talk. Radio.